All right, well, Shane's gone, so that's the end of that. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, oh, I forgot to announce that we broke over 100,000 listens. That's something you, you say in the beginning. Oh, okay. I'll just put it in the beginning, then. <laughs> At the ass end of this hour and a half later. Hey, by the way. Oh, I completely fucking forgot that. I did, too. I forgot. Awesome. That'll be a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't. I can't wait until they put the uh, minesweeper in to uh, Smash Brothers. I think that'll be even better. That <laughs> <sighs> a boy. What the fuck great. was that? Stretching. Oh. Wow. Oh shit! I gotta delete that last backup. Let's see here. Oh my god, I have two of them in here. Heard that. You have two backups? Get off my hard drive, you asshole. Oh, that's way too hot still. That's what she said. <laughs> Whoa! Breaking out a seltzer. No. This one's a beer. Oof. Alright. You guys ready to go or what? Sure. Yeah, let's do this. All right, let's get started. Uh oh. That sounds really quiet. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Alright, welcome back everybody to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me are my co-hosts, Mike and Shane. Fellas, how are we doing today? I'm here. Yeah, same. Excellent. <laughs> We're all excited to be moving into this this October. Oh, and, of course. Uh, we're ready for a great episode, I'm sure. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> and if you if you're new to the podcast, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. Or uh, we're the official podcast of upcominghorrormovies.com. If you want to reach us on Gmail, it's all you need is blood pod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood, Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's probably on Apple, iTunes, whatever it's called now. Stitcher. Podcasts. Stitcher. Google. Grinder. Podcasts, whatever Tinder. that's called now. Grinder. Swipe <laughs> <Right> left. <laughs> We should get this on Tinder. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll create a Tinder just for the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Jade. <laughs> see what we can get. <laughs> anyway, uh, just uh, listen to our episodes. Subscribe, rate, review, smash the like button, ring the bell, double-click the mouse. Do it all. Oh. 
Oh, God. I just got an itch in my ear. And it felt real weird. Those are really satisfying itches. Like the ear um, itches. Okay. Inner, I don't know. I like inner ear itches, right? For me, it's kind of like I like to get a cotton bud or a Q tip, as you call them, because you're weird over there. And I like to really dig the cotton bud in and just scratch the itch. And it's kind of funny because it kind of triggers some kind of like orgasmic reaction in my brain. I just sit there and I'm like, oh, and that's it, done. Do you, Is that what they tell you not to do? Do you come from cleaning your ears? No, not quite. But it's almost. Almost. Almost, yeah. I'm like a habitual Hashtag ear. Play. I'm like a habitual ear cleaner. I like always mm. have to have my nails short and my ears cleaned. Because when I do have an itch, if I haven't cleaned it in like a day, it's like gunk city in there, you know? Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my last job, I used to wear a lot of, like, earplugs. The, you know, the uh, the squishy ones, you roll in, put them in there. Yeah. And I'll tell you, there's nothing better for cleaning your ears out than one of those things. Ugh. You th- you think you've got stuff deep in there, you put one of those in, it's like pulling out a booger, man. It's nice. <laughs> See, I like watching Airax removal videos, so to me, this is like... Uh, fuck okay, that. that's a different level. What the fuck are you talking about? There are Airwax removal videos on YouTube. Oh my god. Awesome. (laughs) Seriously, man. There was like, basically, I found out when I started watching these earwax removal videos, it's like that it's not always earwax, it's actually skin as well. So it's like when you pull out like earwax and you see like bits of like flaps of what look like wax on it, it's not actually wax, it's skin. I thought the brown stuff was the wax. The brown stuff is the wax. The slightly yellowy stuff is actually skin. I never had yellow shit come out of my ears. You never had yellow shit in your ears? No. Come on. I I, I only, I usually (sighs) just uh, bring out the brown stuff. And I hear, like, the the wax is supposed to protect your eardrum. Yeah, it does. So you're not supposed to clean them. As much as I do. No. I got told off by my doctor for that. I hate this podcast. <laughs> but I can send you... I can send, uh, Mike, actually, Mike, Ryan, I'll send you both a really awesome clip. I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. Where no. this guy pull, gets a piece of wax and um, skin pulled out of his ear, and it's right. literally 11 inches long. Ugh. What's, that, it, what's that in UK units? That's 11 inches. That's four stone. I ah. thought you guys had different systems over there. No. Centimeters, inches, whatever. It depends on what you're measuring. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but when it comes to this airwax, it's kind of, it's really, really cool because it unfurls. And as the guy pulls it out, it's like, he it just unfurls and he's just pulling out this layer of skin or this, this stream of skin. And when he lays it next to a ruler, it's, Fucking awesome. You never cease to shock me, Shane. Every what? time. Just when, what? I, just when I think I've got you figured out. What's that? Uh, that just reminded me of something completely, but not completely off topic. What's the term for taking a dump, freezing it, and then using that as a dildo? I don't know, but that's kind of grim. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard it being called something before, but soon as you said pulled it out and it was like 11 inches, I'm like, hey, I mean, somebody could yeah. use that. 
So, right, we all know so what my... So, if, if anyone knows what that term is, uh, please email the show and let us know. Yeah, we'll read it out on the next one. <laughs> we'll give a shout-out to the person who knows yep, the term. Absolutely. And when, uh, we could do it anonymously, or we could just call you out for it. You know, it's... They, all the things you learn on, on this podcast, it, it's got to be, like, one of the most ed- edutainment podcasts that there is. Absolutely. I mean... Just like learning that Mike likes to clean his ears. I like to watch airwax removal videos. I also like to watch Dr. Pimple Popper. On oh, YouTube. fuck that. No, no, no. No way. Absolutely. Oh, man. The cysts. Full stop to that. The cysts that she removes, some of them are fucking amazing. It's like, how do you know that? How can that person have lived with that fucking cyst the size of your fist under their armpit for so long? I popped, I popped one on an ex-girlfriend's before it wasn't bell so i could i could say it um but yeah it was it was on the side of her and good thing she was kind of a chunkier woman yeah because she didn't really but i man it was it was weird to do but you know i did it. i'm a good boyfriend Ugh. i popped that shit it, it was gross but like that i can't imagine like watching that for Entertainment. It's the whole surgical thing because she obviously does it all under local anesthetics. So, you know, she you see her pop the needle in, you see her slice it open with a scalpel, pull the layers of skin back, and then she goes in and, like, scoops that fucker out. It's awesome. But it's funny you talk about, like, pulling... Popping cysts and that off people. I actually had one. You're the one who brought it up. Okay, We're not yeah. talking Shit. about it. This but is not, anywho, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought this up. Something I want to talk about. Anywho, I had a cyst on my ribs a few years back, and oh I um, like a third titty. Not under my ribs, <laughs> but I um I took the head off it one day when I was having an itch, and I, there was all this white gunk. <laughs> On in the palm of my hand, I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is that?" So I closed it, and Shane's um, not used to finding white gunk in the palm of his hand. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, I squeezed all this gunk out, and it literally filled the palm of my hand twice. And I basically squeezed it some more until it bled, and then I managed to pull the sack out. And you know, when I looked at it, I was like, wow. And then I was sitting there like rolling it in my fingers as well. Cause it was just like, it was kind of, it was, n- wasn't wet, but it wasn't dry. It was malleable and you could, it was kind of like Play-Doh. So it's like um, putting glue in your hands when you're a kid and like rubbing it. In yeah. Your hands. Okay. I thought I was the only one for a second. You guys scared me. No. The no. official podcast of upcominghorrormovies.com. <laughs> and real life horror. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty... That was that's one wow. of the grossest things I've ever heard. But yeah, I, I mean, I I, lo- I love shit like that. I'm just like, well, you had you probably put like antibiotics in, or not on it, but you like cleaned it, right? Who me? I just yeah. washed it. Oh okay. I washed I'm sure, it. I'm sure that's fine. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not like I'm growing a fucking another head or anything like that, or an extra rib sticking out. You know, like that chick from Total Recall. Like yeah. the triple titty girl. Doing yeah. three boobs. Yeah. An extra moob. So I'm glad we could talk about all this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. This is out in the open now. I mean, I, I felt it was holding us back. I mean, we're friends after all. You know, that's what we talk about. Not anymore. Yeah, that's, that's drawing the line. 
Fuck you. Right, off, I'm off. <laughs> okay, other than <laughs> popping growths on our body and discussing the contents, have you guys I'm... been up to anything else lately? <laughs> At least I know how to gross you guys out. This is awesome. Oh my god. Um, what have I been doing? I fractured my thumb. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, neither did, neither did I until a couple of days back. Um, <laughs> I uh, basically my left thumb. It's kind of I'm in I'm in pain with it. Um, I don't know how the fuck I've done it, but basically I woke up and I could barely move my thumb. Very tight, horrible pain, all through my thumb and all down to the joint. Um, What'd you do? What happened? I don't know. I don't know how I done it. I'm trying to work out, been trying to work out over the last couple of days, like, how the fuck did I do that? But I'm going to try and get into the doctors tomorrow. And they probably won't do nothing. They'll more than likely just give me, like, one of those tubi grip sock things to put over my hand and then give me, like, a wrist brace or whatever. And say, try not to move your hand or try not to move your thumb. I'm like, yeah, you try living with a cat on your own who likes to fucking destroy shit every chance it gets. So. How are you going to twirl around all that uh, that cyst juice in your hand? I did that with my right hand. Oh, okay. Because I'm right-handed, you see. I gotcha. Yeah, so I, I squeeze out the cyst material with my right hand and then roll it around in my fingers. Right. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> why? So I, ever, so I don't have to listen to it again. But why? <laughs> you should leave it in. It's fun. It is Halloween month. Come on. Yeah, it is. It yeah. Is all right. There you go. <laughs> Any other injuries or horrible things you want to tell us, all, Shane? Um. No more injuries. I don't think. Not that I'm aware of. Mm. How about you, Mike? What have you been up to lately? I literally wake up every day. I go to the gym. I watch a couple horror movies. I study for my test in three weeks. And then I play video games. That has been... I've rekindled my love for Rock Band. So, Ooh. yeah. the uh, They were selling that uh, Rivals bundle for 75% off. Because normally it's 30 bucks, And I was like, fuck that shit. But they were selling it. It was like 7 bucks on the Xbox store. I'm like, okay. So I downloaded that and been playing online. And been doing terribly because I haven't played in a while. But, uh, yeah. I, uh, Val and I booked a trip to Philadelphia. So we're going to drive up there uh, late October because they're doing a drive-in over there somewhere. Um, and it's the thing from another world followed by the uh, Kurt Russell thing. What if it wasn't? What if it was the remake? No, I made sure. <laughs> I'd leave. <laughs> what the fuck? We're, we're staying oh, awesome. in Philadelphia. We're dri- I'm driving up there. But uh, yeah, we're staying in Philadelphia and then uh, driving two hours to the drive-in. And then going back to the hotel and then exploring Philadelphia. I've been to Pittsburgh, but I've never been to Philadelphia. So Yeah, Philly's pretty cool. I've only been there like once that wasn't part of like a family trip or something. I went there once with Elisa and we got to hang out. The um, There's a few really awesome museums down there. I don't know if you're into oh, museums Oh, yeah. Uh, there's like an art museum near our hotel. So Val was like super, 
super into that. Yeah, but it's it was mainly a trip designed to because it's we're leaving a day after my test. So either I pass my test and that's like a nice awesome way to vent out the last five years of crippling anxiety about this or i fail the test and i have to take it again in march and then i'm just going to be a depressed mess that needs to eat everything in philadelphia right. crown, crown your sorrows and <laughs> exactly i've only had a cheesesteak from like uh, a chain here in chicago so i have never mm-hmm. really had a philadelphia cheesesteak before so yeah it's gonna be a fun nice that sounds pretty good Awesome. Uh, let's see, myself, lately, not a whole lot. been watching a whole lot of horror movies for the 31 Days of Horror, so that's been great. Um, I have been playing a shitload of Mario 64. Oh, the uh, um, Super Mario All-Stars? Yeah, right, on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I fucking love it. I love that game so much. It's it's like, what well, I boot it up, and I'm right back into 1996, and I'm like, yes, here we go. A lot of people are bitching about that game, though. Yeah, there's one, the the biggest biggest fucking problem on on sort of that whole set is you can't change your controls. Yeah, my buddy was complaining like, about that just today. <laughs> that's that's fucking insane. Like, just give your give him the option. And here here's something that's really messed up. So like, the the camera back in the '64, it had like digital but I mean, uh, it just had buttons. It didn't have you didn't have a second joystick. You only had the one joystick. So they assigned all that stuff to the analog stick. And it's like, okay, but they inverted what the controls do on the up and down. And you're like, all right, well, that's kind of annoying, but you could get used to that. Only it's not inverted when you go flying. What? It's like when you get, yeah, it's it's so fucked up. Like it, it switches and I could not control the flying forever because I kept hitting the wrong direction because you got used to using the stick while you're yeah. looking around and then it changes it on you. And it's like, that shit should just be an option. Like, you hit pause, go to the menu, and invert, you know, controls is right there. That's every video game ever made. We figured this out a long time ago, guys. So, yeah, people are complaining about that. But the game itself, I mean, it works great. It runs great. It looks great. But I've only been playing uh, Mario 64. I haven't gotten to the other games on there yet. Cool. So... That's what I've been doing with my time, mostly. Uh, very excited that I got a notification from Shout Factory. My Friday the 13th box set shipped. Oh, did it? I want, I'm going to check yeah. mine and see if mine shipped. Oh, I was so happy when I saw that. I'm like, yes, it's happening. <laughs> so it should be here next week, I imagine, sometime. I forgot what day they said it's supposed to come out. But it's going to be sweet. When did you get that... Um... It- uh, email. I want to say yesterday I got the email. I can check my email. Uh, I, I didn't get anything. Let's see. Shout Factory yesterday. Yep. Shipping confirmation. Let's see what the live tracking shows me. And shipment ready for UPS. Great. Oh, that's going to come broken. <laughs> You'll get that next month. Oh, for fuck's sake. Alright, so um, other than that, yeah, pretty much just getting into the um, 31 Days of Horror and stuff, having fun with that. Uh, Not a whole lot else going on. And there's not an excessive amount of news, but I do have some news. I was going to say, you better play the clip like you didn't last week. 
Oh, I did last yeah, week. Yeah, did. I didn't play the. I did didn't you? play the intro last week. Oh, uh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just stuck it in the middle. <laughs> I stuck it at the beginning of the episode like a lazy fuck. Um, okay, let's see what I got here. This comes in from uh, JoeBlow.com. Netflix has given Ryan Murphy, the uh, show promoter and creator of American Horror Story, Glee, a million other shows that are out there. Uh, he's got the green light for Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, and it's supposed to tell uh, stories from the point of view of all of Dahmer's victims, or at least some of them. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it sounds like that could be pretty good. I mean, I don't know how... Are they going to be different? Are they going to dramatize them a little bit more? Oh, they'll, so dram- they'll dramatize them, obviously. But yeah. I reckon, because um, have you watched, you haven't watched Hotel yet, have you? The no. uh, American Horror Story. Um, there is a guy in that who plays Jeffrey Dahmer in one of the episodes, and he was really good. So I hope, mm-hmm. if that's the case, they get him to play it. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see that they announced who would be playing the character. Right. Or who would be playing the guy. They no, just, I don't, uh, no, they haven't. Not yet, because I think I saw the same thing that you did, because I saw it earlier on today. Um, and that would be interesting. I just glanced over it, and I was like, oh, another series, great. Because Murphy has just done Nurse Ratched, which is on Netflix. Right. And I've only watched one episode of that, and that was a week and a half ago, and I haven't gone back to it yet. So not that good then, huh? Well, I haven't gone back to it yet, so I'm going to have to re-watch that and then carry on watching some more, I think. But a lot of the Ryan Murphy stuff is kind of hit and miss. Yeah. He did like Screen Queens and he's done American Horror Story. He also did American Crime Story. Um, mm-hmm. The first season of that was about O.J. Simpson. Oh, that was fantastic. I love that. That was. That was really good. Um <clears throat> But uh, it's uh, there's. I mean, he's got so many. He's got so many fingers and so many pies at the moment. It's like I'm surprised the guy can breathe. But um, I mean, we've got uh, American Horror Story season ten, which is about to start filming. Because usually it would be out around about this time of the year. Um, but obviously, there's been some <laughs> slight hold up with some plague that's coming around. You know, it's just mm. yeah. I think I heard about that. Yeah, I th- yeah, it's it, it it's impeded a lot of things in the last year. But yeah, um, there's uh, yeah, he's got he's got a fair few bits going on. But I just want to I want to see American Horror Story season ten. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how this uh, Dahmer one when it comes up on mm. Netflix, probably next year or the year after. Uh, also in Netflix news, um, Cobra Kai has had its uh, third season. The date has been released. It's going to come out in January, which is pretty good. I can't wait to see more of that show. And they've already announced they're doing a season four. Yeah. So that's good news for people who enjoy that. A um, little horror news. Uh, Terrifier 2 is not going to be released on Halloween. They just announced this week uh, like they had been planning uh, due to COVID-related reasons. so <laughs> Fucking COVID. Yeah. So that was one you're not going to be able to check out. Um, this one, oh God. Blumhouse is uh, creating The Craft Legacy. Oh. Which is... Oh, man. Can't <laughs> wait. I watched the trailer for that the other day. And it's, it is technically a sequel to the original movie. Right. 
um, because there is there's a in the trailer there's a photo of Nancy from the first film in it. So obviously you've got the connections there. So it is a sequel, and it actually looks kind of shit. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It, 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 so it's a sequel, but is it really? It's just a soft reboot. It's like you know when they did the the Star Wars, um, the the start of the last trilogy. It was just a remake of the first movie. So it's like and Black Christmas, yeah. right? Because that was Blumhouse, oh, it's wasn't it? A sequel, probably. Blumhouse does everything. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know. I actually yeah, heard so people I, like excited for that thing remake, and that like annoyed me. Well, yeah, people are dumb because let's face it: after the prequel that came out in 2012, as good as it was. There's really no need for a reboot of the original. Hmm. That's my opinion. You've forgotten an N, an apostrophe, and a T in that sentence. As good as 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 good as it wasn't, because that movie fucking oh, it's so fucking annoyed that that movie even came out. Oh God, I hope they're showing it at that drive-in when you go there. <laughs> I'll be so pissed <laughs> off. You know, Val's the one who found out about this, so I gotta, I gotta have Uh-oh. to talk with her. Thank God I can cancel. I, I found a hotel room that has free cancellation, so if I find that it's playing the the remake, then I'm gone. Oh yeah, done. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so another one I saw a trailer this week for a movie uh, called Possessor. Have you seen this, Mike? I saw the the poster art for it, but that's it. Okay, so I know you go to the movies, and this thing is apparently at the movies. Really? Yeah. So it's directed by Brandon Cronenberg, who is David Cronenberg's son. And uh, it's it looks like some weird sci-fi with horror elements, and it's like this woman's taking over other people's bodies and making them do things and like kill people and stuff. Um, it's getting like a lot. Of, it's getting hype. In that it's really heady and kind of crazy. Uh, the it looks gorgeous. Uh, looking at the the trailer for it, it's got Sean Bean in it, so he's probably gonna die. So we, you know, you could look forward to that. I thought he doesn't take any roles anymore if he dies. Oh really? I, Did he say that? I think I read that somewhere. I don't know how soon it is, but <laughs> or true it is. Uh, can't be that true. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it looks interesting. I think it's uh, it came out this week in theaters. Whatever that means. I'm not um, seeing it on my uh, AMC. Yeah. No. No. And maybe it's not an AMC thing. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I wanted to check it out. It looks looks interesting and um, a little bit different from the normal shit that you see. So it's not a remake and it's not a sequel. So yeah. Let's just, that's about all I got. Let's go watch New Mutants, will ya? New Mutants? Is that out? Oh, yeah. Val and I saw it uh, about a month ago. Yeah. It just, I, I, you said it was, oh, was it terrible? Yeah, it was terrible. I'm just on my AMC app, and I just scrolled past it. So, uh, oh. yeah, I don't want to relive that. <laughs> no, definitely not. So that's about all the wind-up I got for now, fellas. Do we want to get to our main topic? Sure. So, uh, our topic's a little bit nonsense because, um, I don't know, we just really couldn't think of one and decided just to uh, talk about what we've been watching recently on uh, for the uh, 31 Days of Horror stuff we've been doing. 
Uh, and if you want to, I don't know, participate, uh, it's as easy as just posting what movies you like uh, wherever you like. Facebook, Instagram, um, the upcominghorrormovies.com message board. We got a good thread going there. And yeah, I mean, it's all about watching movies and talking nonsense about them, I guess. So who wants to start? Um, I can. No one. All right, Shane, what do you got for us? Well, um, for my 31 days of horror this year, I've decided I'm going to just stick with favorites because there are no new movies that I want to watch. So I'm just going to stick with favorites and classics. Um, and, you know, just like favorite directors. So there is a kind of theme going on. But I'm just going to stick with favourite directors, favourite movies, and I'm going to try and space them all out um, over the period of the next couple, next few weeks. But um, night one, I started with Night of the Living Dead, the original version mm-hmm. from 1968 by George Romero. Um, so that was kind of cool. It was nice watch, re-watching that, not the hideous, um, the 25th anniversary version or... The remake. Just, oh, the, the, the Millennium... What is it? The Millennium one? Yeah, the one with the extra scenes. Oh, God, that's so bad. Oh, man. See, it's... Right. It's Night of the Living Dead, you know? So, you know, you've got the scenes of Night of the Living Dead, which is great. But it's the extra scenes that were added that add nothing to the film. And, I mean, apart from there's a couple of scenes that look really good that could have been in the original film. But... I'm sorry, the guy who played the preacher who, like, got the rights and directed and wrote those extra scenes, he shouldn't have been allowed. He really shouldn't. Um, It was just fucking dreadful. Um, Russo? Yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, he should have just stayed well away from it. It was nice that he got the rights to the film. Good for you, mate, you know. But what the fuck were you thinking when you decided to add some extra scenes to an already classic film? You turned it into shit. You know? Fucking dreadful extra scenes. Um, well, he was thinking it's time to make money off of it. Well, yeah. But, you know, he made money off it. Did George Romero? Probably not. No. No. But, um... So, yeah, night one was that. It was Night of the Living Dead. Um, day two was Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Um, which is always good fun to rewatch. Um, and it's really funny because I I watched Dawn of the Dead. You know, I put it on as I was I was writing a couple of bits and pieces, and I had it on in the background. But I actually abandoned everything that I was writing just in favour to watch the film again because I've forgotten mm. how garish the colours are. Um, you know, the blood red, the bright red blood for, you know, melted crayons for blood and all that kind of stuff. I thought, yeah. you know, it looks so cheesy, but, you know, it's it's just a classic movie. And seeing Tom Savini as one of the bikers getting blown away by um, Ken Forey and all that kind of stuff. I mean, all that sort of stuff is just watching, watching it back. was just really cool. And the same with Day of the Dead. You know, just thinking, no, it was, it was really bizarre. I think to myself, well, half of these people are fucking dead now. So, you know, as good as the film is, it's a classic film. It's cheesy. It's obviously 
is very claustrophobic for a film that came out in 1985. It is a claustrophobic movie. Let's not let's not beat around the bush here. You know, you're stuck in a fucking in an army bunker with a lot of soldiers who are slowly losing their mind, and Doctor Frankenstein, who has clearly lost his mind, and you know, it's it's just an interesting story concept, but it comes across as quite is great on the screen. Um, but I still think that opening scene with the woman when she walks to the calendar and sees like October all crossed off and then the hands come out of the wall. And I just think that's the flakiest, like, eh, kind of scream <laughs> I've ever seen on a screen. You know, it's like, oh my God, the hands. But um, yeah, I like Day of the Dead as well. Um, and then yesterday I started the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, um, but with those movies, I only watch the ones I like, which is one, three, four, and seven. So last night I watched <laughs> watched Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors, and Dream Master, and then mm-hmm. tonight I watched New Nightmare. Actually, I only finished watching it about fifteen minutes before I logged on the PC. So. That was kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. And tomorrow, I think I might go with the Alien franchise. Now, do those you only watch the good ones as well? Yes. That is true. So, so that's be... pretty much just the first two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got me fucking sussed. You say you don't know much about me, but yeah, you've got me sussed on that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be about it. But I'm, to be quite honest, I'm honestly not sure what else I'm going to watch. Um, I could go for the standard John Carpenter Fest, but there are f- several films by John Carpenter I will only watch on October 31st. So, obviously, both for Halloween. <laughs> no, I don't actually own Starman. Oh, no. Well, I thought that film sucked, so... <laughs> You know, that was that was me. I remember when it came out when I was a kid, and I was like, "Well, this movie sucks." Um, I think my brother my brother took me to see it to, at the cinema, and I got up and I said, oh, "I'm going to the toilet," and then I walked out and didn't go back in. And that was about forty five minutes in. I just found it really boring and dull. And my brother was like, "Where'd you go?" Oh, I went for a shit. <laughs> went for a shit. Went for a shit that took me an hour and a half. Oh my god, that's a hell of a shit. Well, no, I didn't. I just sat around in the foyer, just eating snacks and reading magazines. Because back in the back in the back in the day when I was a lad, um, used to be able to get free. Yeah, used to be able to get free magazines uh, when you could go into the cinema. You know, magazines, postcards, and all that sort of stuff. I used to collect a lot of them, so I'd sit. I just sat in the foyer reading these magazines in one of the one of the comfy chairs. Great. So it sounds like you're you're just sticking with classics this month, Shane. Yeah. Not reaching out at all. Classics and um, favorites, basically. Mm. Yeah. So, like I say, I mean, I've, there's no new movies I'm interested in watching. I haven't seen anything on Netflix that's appealed to me as yet. But no, there's nothing on Netflix movie-wise. 
Yeah, I think the last thing I watched was on Netflix was the Korean movie Alive, which was like another zombie film. Um, mm -hmm. I think that was the last thing I watched on Netflix. But that was about it. You know, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see if I can come up with, if anybody can give me suggestions as to what to watch. I mean, that'd be great. You know, if there's anything on Netflix I could watch. You know, just email us and just let us know because I am interested. I would like to see some new stuff, but it's all down to whether I could be bothered. Well, I got one for you, Shane, that I, I'm pretty sure you haven't seen. Mm -hmm. It's not new, though. Oh. It's from 1983, The Killing of Satan. Okay, I've it, not heard of that. No, you wouldn't have heard of this. It's directed by Efren C. Pignon. It's a... Pignon? I don't know how to say it. It's a Filipino film that blends horror, action, kung fu, and Catholic mysticism all together in one. Okay. It is fucking ridiculous, and I loved every second of it. The plot basically goes like this. So the Prince of Magic, who is just a guy in red spandex, like that's all his costume is, uh, gets into a magic fight with an old man and some of his buddies. The old man loses, and he's sort of stuck in bed. And then we're introduced to our hero, Lando. And Lando's just gotten out of jail for killing a man. But he says it was okay, it was to protect the town or something. Um, but the, the dead guy's brother is out for vengeance. And Lando gets shot in the head and dies, but the uncle who's on his deathbed uses his magic and takes the bullet hole away from Lando's head and puts it on his own head. So the uncle dies instead. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, and then Lando goes to go visit his uncle and finds out that he's dead and that he was buried at sea. And he's like, I'm going to take a boat out and go visit where he was buried. And I'm like, he's it's in the water. <laughs> what, what are you visiting? So anyway, he takes his boat out there. And then his uncle's zombified corpse jumps out of the water and, like, grabs a hold of his arm and gives all of his magic powers to Lando so that Lando can battle the Prince of Evil when the prince comes and kidnaps uh, Lando's daughter and a bunch of other girls. Um, he then has to go out on a quest to, like, defeat the prince, and he travels to hell, which is, like, 50 feet underground in a cave. Okay. And, oh, my God. He's attacked by, like, snake men that turn into snakes and stuff. He At one point, he catches a cobra... And he ties it in. He ties it into a knot and throws it on the ground. And it's literally just a cobra. It's not like a rubber thing. It's like a live snake that this guy takes. Oh my god! In his bare hands. I'm like, what the fuck is this real snake this guy's dealing with? But it, it's 100% Filipino. This guy, to describe him, he's like 45 years old. Uh, he's a bit pudgy. He's got like a porn star mustache. And, like, you can't believe this is the hero of, of the movie. Um, but it the whole thing is so funny. It keeps one-upping itself. Um, at one point, he learns how to use his powers that he can generate a magic shield to block the, like, laser beams the bad guys can shoot out of their hands. And he can also, like, heal the sick. And he goes in and loses to the Prince of Magic, and, and they take Lando's body and, like, throw it off a waterfall, 
And it's one of those, like, shots from, like, Married with Children where they just take a dummy and, like, drop it off of a great height. So they, do, they show it on the camera, and it's, like, just this fake-ass dummy being dropped down a waterfall. And he's meant to, like, you know, go in the water and, like, wash up somewhere. But, like, the dummy doesn't make it. And you can see its head, like, <laughs> clipping the fucking concrete as it goes down. You're like, oh, my God, that guy's dead. So, um, but he washes up on shore or at, at somewhere, wherever he washes up on. And this old man in a beard gives him, like, the power of God in a wooden stick. So then he's got to use his, like, wooden stick to defeat the evil magicians and shit. And finally he finds out that the, the magician was really there because he's trying to get a bride for Satan. So then he has to battle Satan to get back his daughter. And there's, like, this, like, laser shooting laser beams and the other Satan shooting beams. And he's got his magic shield that he's using. They're fighting kung fu. They're throwing each other. There's weird, crazy snake people and stuff. It is fucking balls to the wall. And, I mean, if you're looking for one 1980s Filipino movie that really takes the cake, this is the one for you. Um... It's probably the nicest surprise I've had in October so far. I, I don't even remember. Somebody recommended this to me. I don't remember who it was. It's probably Connor Blackman, because why wouldn't it be? Yeah, more than likely. And uh, I'm so glad that I picked this up. Uh, it's it's absolutely hysterical. So, yeah, I don't know how you can get it, Shane. Maybe it's streaming somewhere, but it's definitely worth checking out. It's on oh, Tubi. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give that a miss, I think. <laughs> Come on, man. It's so good. It's on Tubi, so nice. anybody could just pop on. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll give that one a miss. How about you, Mike? You got anything interesting? Yeah, so I'm kind of combining my 31 Days of Horror with my Year of Horror that I'm in the midst of. Um, but so for October, I decided to give each day a different theme. I have them all written out on the uh, UHM topic. But every day is going to be is a different subject. Um, the, for day number one, I went with vampires. For day two, I went with werewolves. Yesterday, I did zombies. And today, I'm doing slashers. So there's been quite a few highlights. I'm not really focusing on like old movies or new movies or you know stuff I haven't seen or whatever. But I, um, I kind of want to watch stuff I haven't seen in a while, and I don't want to keep rehashing, you know, the same, like Return of the Living Dead and blah, 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 even though I love that movie. Um, so day number one, since I did Vampires, I watched the OG Dracula from 31. Uh, let the right one in. I introduced that to Val. She really liked it. And Kronos. Oh, yep. And in Kronos from Guillermo del Toro, which is awesome. Um, I think it's very underrated as like a vampire movie because it's not your typical kind of vampire. Um, if you haven't seen Kronos, I th- what did I watch it on? I think I, w- oh, I watched it on the Criterion Channel stream. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's um, a Criterion Collection movie, yeah. Yep. I Do I own it? No, I own Devil's Backbone on there. Um, so, yeah, all those movies are great. I love Let the Right One In. It's like one of my favorite vampire movies. Uh, I don't recall seeing the remake of let me in, uh, but I would just skip it. (laughs) I just watch the original. Um, so day two, I did werewolves and I watched dog soldiers, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, I watched, I rewatched late phases because it's been a while. It's so good. Um, 
I also watched The Beast Must Die mm-hmm. from 1974. Wait, this is like so, one of my favorite um, werewolf movies you're listening here. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to take a second to talk about Beast, Beast Must Die because it's really a unique movie. Um, so it's a horror mystery movie that surrounds uh, a guy who's like a, a pro hunter. He's hunted everything. He owns this giant estate. He's like a millionaire and he brought together eight people. One of them is Peter Cushing. One of them is Dumbledore from Harry Potter. Um and he says by the end of the time that they're there, he knows that one of them is a werewolf. And I don't know, I don't remember how he knows that, but one of them is a werewolf and he wants to get to the bottom of it. He puts these poor people through all these like horrible tests of like uh, touching silver and having them put silver bullets in their mouth and, and stuff like that. And you know, he eventually we get the outcome. But what's cool about this movie is that it contains a what they call the narrator calls a werewolf break, which gives the audience time to figure out and discuss amongst themselves who they think the werewolf is. So they really try to like uh, bring the viewer involved and try to quiz you and give you hints throughout the movie and who the werewolf is and and such. It it was really fun. I, you know, it's it's more of a novelty, but I thought like Peter Cushing's in it. Like it's 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 ridiculous. It's 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 a cool movie. I had fun with it. It's pretty dated. The werewolf is just like some dog. Yeah. That they got. But it's it was a cool it was a cool movie. I love I love um, the werewolf break. Like where the oh so the cool. movie just stops and it's like and now time for the werewolf break. Do you know who the werewolf is? <laughs> and like yeah, <laughs> it's just like a few minutes. And they go through all the characters yeah. and they give you thirty seconds. There's a clock on the on the screen. They give you thirty <laughs> seconds to decide. <laughs> it was so much fun. Like th- that's kind of stuff that you don't see often. Yeah. So, but uh. I'll just finish out my werewolves and then we'll move on to whatever you guys had to, and then I'll continue back. Um, but um, I also watched Howl that day from 2015 about a werewolves on a on a train in the UK. Yeah, that's not a bad movie. That's not a bad no, movie. I liked it a lot. It was it was really well, cool. That's really funny. I found that um, on a blind purchase in a pound shop. Um, I was looking, this was a few years back now, I was looking for stuff to watch for Halloween, and I found that and the town that dreaded sundown. Um, The remake or the original? Oh, I think it might have been a remake. It's been a while since I've watched it, but, um, you know, it was, uh, that was okay. But yeah, how? it It had me interested. Yeah, it has, some, um, it has some solid acting. It's got really good effects on it. You know, werewolves on a train. It's like, mm-hmm. and actually, yeah. um, what's his name? Sean Pertwee. He's like the train conductor. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's also in he's Dog a, He's another actor who signs up to movies and gets killed off pretty quickly. Yeah. So he, yeah, he gets he gets killed off. He has like two minutes of screen time. It's something yeah. ridiculous. But him getting killed by a werewolf is pretty, uh, pretty nice. And then I f- finished out the day. With Project Metal Beast, <laughs> because yes. I that movie is so stupid and so ridiculous. And if they just had more werewolf action in it, it would be so good. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's so I'm trying to get as many 
movies as I can and now because the end of the month is going to be pretty sketchy for me with this road trip. So, but yeah, that's that's half of them. Project so. Metal Beast, I love it. That movie's so yep. insane. Kane Hodder is the fucking the werewolf yep. covered in indestructible metal skin. <laughs> so stupid, <laughs> but I love it. I thought actually. Uh, not necessarily the gold werewolf, but like the regular werewolf costume in that. I remember that being pretty good. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. good. It's just a shame of <laughs> everything else in it. <laughs> That's really, really a stupid movie. But that, that one's a lot of fun. That's great. Uh, let's see, what else? So I, I did watch... Um, oh, I didn't want to talk about this one. I did watch Fear. From 1996 with Reese Witherspoon and Marky Mark. What? Or, or, uh. or as you might remember, Mark Wahlberg. No, I'm not wetting that. Oh, you've never seen I just Fear? didn't know. Oh, 1996, yeah. Mark Wahlberg. It. So this is a movie that when I was like going to, to college back in the day, every single girl in college had this VHS. Every single one. And they like all loved it. Oh, we got to watch Fear. Got to watch Fear. And I gotta say, it is horrible. It is just not a good movie. Um, that- oh man, it's the guy who directed Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, too. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's. But go on, that's sorry. Shocking. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> is this the same? This guy also directed the Fifty Shades sequels. <laughs> oh my god. So, <laughs> I think I think maybe he took a turn for the worse after uh, after Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. It's just not good. Um, I don't know. And, and then even worse than that, so I, you know, I posted that I was like watching this, and people are like, "That's not a horror movie. You shouldn't watch that. It's, not, it's a thriller. That's not a horror movie." Fuck <laughs> you guys! Like, just give me a break. I'm watching a movie. All right. Right. People come bitching. This isn't this. That's not that. Let's stop focusing on what movies horror and what's not. Let's just talk <laughs> about what's good and what's bad. And this is not good. It's it's bad. <laughs> the highlight of the movie is where. Mark Wahlberg fingers Reese Witherspoon on a roller coaster and uh, gives her an orgasm. And you're like, how the fuck is that going to happen on a roller coaster? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Man, she gets an orgasm from like a minute and a half of a roller coaster? It's about 15 seconds. It's climbing one hill. It happens, Mike. As, Good for yeah, him. Yeah, I guess he's... I, I want his skills. He's, he's got some skills there. So, um... Yeah, it's embarrassing. Who else was in it, too? There was somebody else famous in it. Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano, that's who it was. Yeah, so, I mean, she's really hot in this because she's really hot. And, yeah, I don't have too much to say. The only other thing about it is the movie is super dated. Like, so it takes place, obviously, in the 90s, and it's in Seattle, and everything is grunge. Like, the soundtrack is, like, Bush and, like, Soundgarden and... <laughs> Uh, and, and like everybody's wearing flannel and they're out in the woods. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And, and, and for some reason, the kids are skipping school to go to a deli that has a, a pool hall and sells beer. And I'm like, what is this place? What, how is there like, they're getting chicken sandwiches and there's people drinking and playing pool at like one in the afternoon. I'm like, well, I don't even know what's going on, but yeah. Sounded like the 1990s for me. So it's accurate then Shane is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Except, you know, back in the nineties, I was doing a lot of drugs uh, as well as drinking beer and eating chicken sandwiches and playing pool. Right. Oh, I should probably should have talked about what happens in the movie 
Basically, Reese. Yeah, that would yeah help. basically Reese Witherspoon, uh, like falls for Mark Wahlberg, who turns out is uh, part of like a gang that like beats up people and throws parties and stuff. And Mark Wahlberg is a psychopath, but she doesn't realize it until it's too late. And then he like he like kills one of her friends and. He, he can only have her, and he, like, tattoos himself with her name. <clears throat> and uh, then they have, there's this big home invasion part where, like, his gang, like, breaks, tries to break into this, the compound where they live, and I don't know. Um, it's kind of dumb. That, and That fun bunch, you know? Yeah, that's what happens. That's the gang. Marky Mark. <laughs> this was at a time, like, so this is in the early, you know, in the mid-90s. And people were like, Mark Wahlberg? You mean Marky Mark, that guy? That's that's who's in oh, this? God. Like, you know, Mark Wahlberg wasn't a name that people were like, oh, I can't wait to see a movie with him in it. Oh, yeah, that was before Boogie Nights then, oh, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, that's that's definitely worth a skip. Um, <laughs> I t- let me see, while, I'm on, while I'm going on about horror movies I don't want to talk too much about, I also watched The Haunting of Alice D., And I I literally got this movie because I was at a used movie store and I'm looking at the shelf and I see this thing on there and I I pick up the DVD and I look at it and I go, wow, this looks terrible. Let's see how terrible it is. And it's just as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, it it looks like the most generic ghost movie you've ever seen and it's so much worse than that. Like, nothing happens. There's so many scenes where these girls are, they're, they're prostitutes and they're hired for this party, and the party is, like, three guys, and they just want to swap prostitutes the whole time, and half the movie is make-out scenes where these guys are forcing themselves onto the prostitutes, and I'm like, they make, like, they filmed this, so these these actresses have to put up with this 20-minute make-out scene where they're in their underwear, and there's, like, a dozen of them. It's, it's, It's just icky to watch. You're like, ugh, it's that... Like, you ever, like, watch somebody making out? Like, it's all just tongue, and they're all over the place, and you're like, I don't want to watch this. That's what the movie <laughs> feels like when you're watching it. Also, there's, oh, God. there's flashback scenes to the 1890s starring Kane Hodder and Al Snow. And what? <laughs> wrestler Al Snow. <laughs> uh, it's, um, it's a doozy, all right, so... Unlike Shane, I decided I'm not going to be going out and uh, and watching classics and good movies. I'm going to subject myself to fucking dumb shit like this. So yeah, that's the... Oh, so no change, though. Yeah, right. No, same as normal. The Haunting of Alice yeah. D. Which, it's called that because there's another character in the movie named Alice, and the guy's like, you're going to be Alice D. And it does this, like, stinger, like, dun, dun, dun. I'm like, what? Fucking... Awful. So yeah, what uh, what else did you have there, Mike? <clears throat> um, so yesterday I decided to do zombies, even though I'm not really a fan of zombie movies anymore. They've all been done to death, and I've seen. I feel like I've seen them all, even though I know it's not true. But I just, if you see one, you've seen the rest of them if they're really mediocre. So I start off the day right after the gym in the morning. I watch Night of the Living Dead. Um. Just because it was available. I was like, fuck it. Uh, then, right after that, I busted out my DVD of Flight of the Living Dead. Oh, my God. Oh, Plain Dead. So, I'm so glad you're on the same path that I am, Mike. Of so, I actually... Re- I really like this movie. Really? 
I do. Um, but the problem is my disc, for some reason, my Xbox wouldn't read it. My PS4 wouldn't read it. My PC yeah, wouldn't read it. And even my PS2 would not read this disc. And it's... I had no clue why. Um, so I found it on YouTube. <laughs> she can find the movie in full. Oh my God. It looks terrible, but... It, it gets the job done. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't mind playing them. Good. It's it's got some decent gore scenes. It's got some decent characters. Like I don't mind it. I think it's underrated. Um, but after that, I I went with Zombie because I was writing down something. So I figured I have Zombie on in the background. 1979 Zombies Fight a Shark. It's it's amazing. It's one of my favorite Fulci movies. Um, one of the best scenes ever is when she gets her fucking eyes oh. just stabbed by the the louvers on the door it's so good um i watched a movie called a little bit zombie which is a horror comedy about a guy who gets bitten by a mosquito that is carrying a zombie virus and he like becomes like a little bit of a zombie. He just wants brains and everything. It's got some decent gore in it, but ultimately it was this kind of mediocre. I, uh, I don't know. It's, the humor was good. The guy who plays Wesker in the Resident Evil movies is in it, and it's it's all right. But the movie I do want to talk about is I watched One Cut of the Dead, mm. and that is on Shutter, and I immediately need everybody to go and watch that because that was awesome. Um, it's not what I thought it would was going to be. So you would think one cut of the dead, the whole movie is going to be one take, but it's not. But the first like 40 minutes, I think it was like 37 minutes is all done in one take. And it's incredible. Um, it's more comedy than a horror movie, but there's still obviously very heavy horror influences with it. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much because I think I will give too much of it away, but have you guys seen this at all? No, I, wa- I um, wanted to. I've heard really good things about it. It's it's fantastic. It's, it's something that uh, it's really unique, and I think it's based off a play. But and it really shows. But like the first like thirty seven minutes, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! It's all done in like one take." I, I read that the actors it took them like two tries to do it, and that's insane. Um, but yeah, it's very. I would like subscribe to Shutter just to watch this. <laughs> it's 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 great. Um, but yeah, that that was the end of my my zombie days, and then today. I've so far it's my slasher day, and I've watched Drive-In Massacre from 1976. Oh, I've seen that and, one, and that movie sucks so hard. That, it's got um, what's the guy's name? Uh, uh, George Buck Flowers plays like a detective in it, I think. Uh, Probably. Yeah, he always plays a homeless man, so I thought it was funny to see him playing a detective. Oh, that guy! Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That guy. <laughs> so, real quick about Drive-In Massacre. Um, some dude is going around drive-ins, cutting people up with a sword, because why not? And the whole movie, you're trying to figure out who this, who the killer is. And it was kind of fun, you know, it was a 1976 movie, some good effects. And this guy keeps murdering people in drive-ins with a sword. You can't really go wrong. Except that it never goes anywhere. The acting is decent, everything's cool. And then you get to the end part where they, you, you that uh, actor that you brought up... 
he's like holding a little girl ransom and he's not in the rest of the movie. He's only in the last 20 minutes or like 15 minutes and the cops spoilers for like an almost 50 year old movie. But like he, they, the cops kill him and the daughter gets mad at the cops and she's, she says he just escaped from like prison today. I don't know why you killed him. And she's giving him attitude. And it turns out he wasn't even the killer <laughs> from the rest of the movie. So then the cops get called to the drive-in where all this stuff's going down and somebody else died of a, of a sword attack. So they go back there and the two main people that you suspect is the killer get killed. And the movie ends, god damn it, the movie ends by, and they give you like a paragraph saying the killer was never caught and it happened in other drive-ins too. And I'm like, are you serious? The whole movie leads to literally nothing. The ending is ambiguous and it's open-ended and you have no idea. They're just basically saying it's someone off screen killing these people. <laughs> and I was actually disappointed because they had so much promise. And I was like, why does this have such a low rating on IMDb? But uh, yeah, and then I just got done watching uh, My Bloody Valentine and I'm in the process. And it is a process of watching the 1995 movie Jacko. Oh my god, Jacko. That's that's the one <laughs> yeah. where like a wizard dies and then like um what is it? he calls on a spirit to bring him back from the dead or something, right? Isn't it, is it it's something to do with like a wizard, right? There's something to do with a wizard. I'm like 30 minutes into it and I have no idea what's oh going on. God. I tried watching that once. I know I have that DVD and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. And I got into it. I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> Linnea Quigley's in it. And they brought in scenes of John Carradine as the wizard. Oh, my God. And they filmed it seven years before the movie even came out. <laughs> and I think it was a different movie. <laughs> And it, you could tell because John Carradine has like a, it's like a completely different everything. You could tell it's a different movie. Yeah. So I'm up to 16 movies in four days. Wow! And I'm going strong. Nice. I think I'm on like seven. I don't even know seven or eight. I have to go check. I haven't watched one today. I actually have to get on that. It's been <laughs> fucking busy. Um, yep. Let's see. All right, another one I did want to bring up because this was a little bit of joy in my otherwise joyless watches so far uh i watched channel 13 which is a uh, it's a polonia brothers movie which i mentioned the polonia brothers on the podcast once or twice um they are two guys they're brothers who decided to make their own movies in the 1980s and they had a video camera and all their films are shot on video edited and somehow they they got were able to get like distribution deals and get like released on VHS and stuff so they're like a bunch of them are actual movies that you find around sometimes like um if you ever heard of feeders was probably one of their biggest ones which is about is this the, the guys that you were talking about with Bigfoot uh was did I do Bigfoot or did I did a shark one once I don't know if they did Bigfoot they probably did a Bigfoot uh, movie at one point. I don't remember. I thought you mentioned these guys before, and I forget which movie you were talking yeah, I, about. Yeah, I, I, I watched... The last one I watched from them... Well, I, I say from them. One of the brothers has passed away, and the other one's still making movies today. Um, I watched Amityville... Asylum... No, Amityville Asylum? Amityville something or other. Was it Vibrator? No, no. That was, that was Nathan <laughs> Rumler. 
<laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, it's definitely an Amityville movie. Um, and they, they've got, or he's got another one coming out now. I just saw a, uh, a post from, um, from a DVD distribution place that it's something to do with a, a shark. He's going to make a shark movie. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Um, so anyway, this movie, Channel 13, it was filmed somewhere around 1987. They're not exactly sure because most of the footage was lost. Uh, the one guy, Mark Polonia found it like in a garage when he was cleaning up and he's like, oh, we never released this. In like, in the 2000s, they recorded a few extra things they needed to do to, to to finish the movie off, and they released it in 2015. So it's a it's a a movie released in 2015 that was shot and filmed in 1987, which is fucking <laughs> awesome. Uh, it's an anthology film split into three stories, um, obviously inspired by like Amicus uh, anthology movies and you know like a Creep Show and stuff, which he had said had just come out at the time, and they wanted to like. Oh, Creepshow's really cool. Let's do a movie like that. And um, you could tell some of the some of the added scenes. If I didn't tell you they were added, you would be hard-pressed to know that it wasn't filmed at the same time. They must have used, like, the same camera or something because it looks almost exactly the same. The only way I was able to tell is that, uh, the, from what I understand, they, the the refilmed stuff or the added footage is, like, the wraparound story to the... Uh, to the anthology, and I only picked it out because there's a King of Fighters poster in the background, and I go, that game came out in, like, 2005. I'm like, there's no <laughs> way that was in the 80s. So, um, my own nerddom was able to uncover that secret. But anyway, so this, uh, this guy sits down, and he goes to turn on his TV, and it's, a like, he can only get Channel 13, and it's this, uh, creepy, melted-face mask uh introducing you know the horror movies or whatever the stories that are going to happen uh the first story is about two brothers big coincidence there um one is a loser who spends his time working on a scarecrow that he's been building and the other one is busy having parties and beating up his nerd sibling um so the scarecrow comes to life and pretty much kills all the party goers and the the brother through various means, uh, the, the at one point in the the story, the the brother who's always beaten up goes to a store and like steals a butcher knife and then kills a guy in the store who's working there and just leaves him in the aisle. And I love like thinking about like they, they literally went into a grocery store somewhere and filmed this. Like who approved? Like hey, can we come in your store and like we're filming a horror movie and stab some people and because there's other customers walking around the store at the time. <laughs> And I'm like, they probably just ran in there and did this, didn't tell anyone, and then left. Um, but yeah, so the, the 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 kills in it in this story are actually pretty good. Uh, a lot of good violence. There's one point where one of the party party goers is wearing a, a Michael Myers mask, and he's got a full. He's dressed up as Michael Myers because it's Halloween. And um, the uh, the scarecrow like dispatches Michael Myers, and I'm like, are these guys really trying to like say something about this? Like we're better than oh, God. We're better than Michael Myers. Um, but it's good. There's a there's one axe kill in particular that is fucking just just brutal, man. Like you know these guys don't have money, so when they're swinging an axe into like a stuffed head or something, they're actually just hitting it, you know. So that's pretty good. Um, the second story is really weird. It's about like a giant naked turkey creature or, or something. Oh my god, my cat just scared the living shit out of me. If you guys would have saw that. <laughs> 
Shit, that thud noise was her jumping onto the fucking desk. God. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so the big naked turkey creature with no feathers. It was supposed to be a stop-motion thing, but they didn't have a lot of money or skill to do it. So it, that, it looks really shitty. And it basically just follows this guy who's walking in the snow and then attacks him to eat his bird seed that he's snacking on. And I'm like, what? What? What is this? Like, that was a whole story. That's it. That I don't really have anything else to say about that. Um, <laughs> the third one, apparently they had seen or read articles about, um, what movie was it? Um, uh, it was either Motel Massacre or Mountaintop. I forgot which one it was. Um, the one where the guy's got a big pig head and he's got a chainsaw on the cover. You know what movie I'm talking about in the 80s? That is... Motel uh, Hell? Yeah, Motel Hell. Okay. So they saw, they read, were reading an article or saw like uh, pictures of that, and they said, wow, that's really cool. We think we know what the movie's going to be about, so we're going to make our own version of that before it comes out. <laughs> so they were, they were wrong. But anyway, um, they, they make this, this segment where one of the Polonia brothers is a farmer with just the worst makeup you've ever seen, like a 15-year-old trying to pull off being, like, 50. Like, it just does not work. Big, like, pillow stuffed under his shirt and stuff. And um, he works at a spaghetti farm. What? <laughs> and he has the sauce farm, as he refers to it multiple times, downstairs in the basement. And he also has, like, a... a, a his son is uh, like this. Uh, he looks like the the Tom the Dreaded Sundown thing with just a you know a, a pillowcase over his head, and um, that the that he kills people and and turns them into sauce. So that's okay. That's pretty much the whole movie or the whole story. <laughs> and there's a couple guys that come and visit. And what's really funny is one of the guys that like stays at the farm is the other Polonia brother, and they look almost identical. So you got these two standing across from each other, like one is supposed to be some random guy, and the other is this farmer, and they look identical, except for one has, like, a pillow stuffed under his shirt. It's so funny. Um, yeah, so, again, the special effects in that one are pretty good. The whole thing, it, it's really goofy, but, like, you could tell, like, the guys who were filming it must have just had a fucking blast when they were making this. Like, it's, see, you sort of go into it like as if they're just having a good time trying to make this nonsense and they're able to like make these movies and sell them and i thought i think it's really funny i want yeah you can't fault that oh, you know no, what i mean they've got zero budget and they're actually making special effects that while maybe you know they're not like savini levels or anything like that they're pretty fucking good when you compare them to other stuff in the 80s so it's it's pretty good one thing that really stands out though the music and in, in these are hilarious obviously they get like you know music you don't have to pay rights for all the all the free stuff from the, the, you know, that you can pick these up and put them in, and you recognize, like, songs and sounds that are in it. Like, when when something shocking happens, and there's like a dun-dun-dun, it's, it's the same sound they use in red-letter media videos when something shocking happens. Yeah. I'm like, I can't stop watching this. It's so good. So, yeah, Channel 13, um, really funny. Uh, not meant to be funny, probably, but it's a great time watching it. Um, I know, I don't know if you, this is streaming anywhere. Um, you could get the Blu-ray from SRS Studios. I know that. That's how I got it. And, I'm going to check uh, to see where you can watch this because it sounds like fun. It's, it's nonsense, yeah. <laughs> it, and it's, um, 
Yeah, if you're looking for any Polonia Brothers stuff or interested in Shotgun Video, this is a great place to start. No luck on Channel 13? No, you can. I mean, you can rent it on YouTube for two bucks. Ah, yeah. <laughs> no? Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. If, if, if you're watching it with somebody else and you can have a good time laughing at it, definitely go for that. I don't know if... It's only an hour and 15 yeah, minutes. it's it not says. super long. Mm. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, let me see. I should probably look at the other moves I watched. You got anything else you want to talk about, Mike? Uh, no, not really. I haven't got anything else to talk about either, oddly enough. Um, no. No. Yeah, well, no. that's all right. I mean, we're still early in the month. Um, I'm glad just to get this month going, man. I, I was so pumped for like October to start honestly the night before like <laughs> the end of September I couldn't fucking sleep I felt like a kid waiting for Christmas I'm like tomorrow's the day <laughs> it's so weird like I can't wait it's gonna start I'm gonna be able to watch all those movies I love it so yeah uh, I wanted to start at midnight on October 1st yeah. god damn sorry <laughs> it came out while I was talking um yeah, I wanted to start at midnight on October 1st, but I just couldn't. I had to start, like, super early Monday morning. I wanted to try to get as many in as I can. But, man, it's like, sucks having all this stuff happen. Like, this test I'm studying for, it's going to take up, like, the rest of my month. Yeah. So, I can't really, like, go balls out like I want to. I've been trying to do it, like, five movies a day, since I'm not really doing much of anything else. But it, even then, it's like, I wanted to make this, like, a really, like, awesome October, and this goddamn test is gonna fuck everything up. But yeah, I was all excited for her this month, and try to get through as many as I can, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm still having fun with it. I mean, I'm not gonna be able to, you know, come anywhere close to, like, four or five a day. Like, on the weekend, I hit three yesterday, and Elisa's like, you've been watching movies all day, and I'm like, it's only three movies. Like, I've been doing other shit. So, yeah, uh, if I'm lucky, I could get one or two in a day, and I'm just going to try to be happy with that. I got my stack of movies I'm going to start plowing through now. I see next up I got Mandy and The Color of Space, or Color Out of Space. Mandy? I liked M Mandy. I thought Mandy I haven't seen Mandy yet. I've I been thought told it was a pretty it's cool movie. Yeah, uh, I've been told it's good, and The Color of Space is another one I've, I've been told I need to watch. Yeah. Mandy is very artsy, and it's got... Pretty cool soundtrack. It's got like a metal soundtrack, and uh, but it's it's Nicolas Cage, you know. Oh yeah, that's why I was doing. I was gonna pair it up with the Color of Space uh, double feature. Yeah, so I might do that tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. So, what else do you guys got? Anything else, or should we wrap this up to a nice tight episode? Nice, nice hour and twenty minute tight episode. Tight. Tight. Nice. All right, cool. Well, let's wrap it up. So if you want to get a hold of the podcast or, you know, talk about what movies you're watching, uh, you can feel free to hit us up on Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, all you need is blood. Um, myself, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo. Instagram, all you need Ryan. And uh, I'm on the um, UHM Fans Facebook group and the upcominghorrormovies.com message board. Is where uh, we're doing a lot of discussing about some of these movies. So, 
So yeah, I'm on um, Instagram. I do the All You Need Is Blood podcast. I asked about 20 minutes before we started recording, who's watching what, and only one person responded, and that was Killa Cubano. Mm-hmm. And he oh, said, "Oh, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember him." His he said, "Haunting of Hill House has been good," and I agree. Killer, I, I agree. Um, I haven't spoken to him for a while. I'm still eternally thankful for uh, the Evil Dead vinyl that he got me a couple of years back. Nice. Um, it, was the, um, it was the limited edition one, 800 copies or something worldwide. And it's kind of like brown and green colored vinyl. Beautiful to look at. Yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of the haunting of uh, Hill House, the um, the haunting of Bly Manor is coming out next week, I think. Is there only three episodes? Oh, I don't know. Because on IMDb, it only lists three. Aren't Netflix are usually at least eight, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, and it says nine episodes. Okay, good. Go. Before it's in three, I was like, uh, let's not let's not scare me like that. Um. Because I want so much from <laughs> so much from this. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I've, I'm on the uh, Facebook group, uh, the forum, which, like Ryan said, we're all participating in that uh, 31 Days of Horror. Everyone's posting what they're watching. It's been <clears throat> fun so far. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, do- I'm doing that on Instagram. I'm, I'm sharing it onto Facebook, but um, I'm posting all the movies that I'm watching on Instagram at the moment. Um and I will continue to do so over the next uh, month, which should be good. Nice. You know, I, I also watched uh, Exorcist The Beginning, and I'm going to watch Dominion, which they're both prequels to The Exorcist, and it's one of those, I think they made Dominion first, and the studio didn't like it, so they refilmed the movie as Exorcist The Beginning with a different director. So I'm uh yeah. I'm going through them to see how they fared up. I never actually watched them, so I saw Exorcist the beginning in the theaters. Yeah. It wasn't that and bad. I... Everyone tells me it's like the worst thing they've ever seen, and I'm like, I don't know. It was better than Exorcist Two. <laughs> That's hard not to beat. <laughs> James Earl Jones was a, a, a Puma a Puma man. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm busting for a piece. I'll be right, be right back. All right, Shane. Well, we'll cut you off anyway. We're done. Yeah, we're <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Shane's gone, so that's the end of that. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, oh, I forgot to announce that we broke over 100,000 listens. That's something you, <laughs> you say in the beginning. Oh, okay. I'll just put it in the beginning, then. <laughs> at the ass end of this hour and a half later hey by the way oh, i completely fucking forgot that i did too awesome that'll be a good intro <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck all right thanks everybody and i'll see you later bye for now and i gotta listen to shane flush the toilet right over my outro damn i needed that <laughs> Fuck me, I've been out of that for the last 20 minutes. I thought if I don't go now, I'm just going to piss myself. Hey, Shane, you just missed the best outro we've ever done. Oh, really? <laughs> hey, Ryan, we both forgot that we just surpassed 100,000 likes or listens 
Oh. So uh, Ryan decided to add that in at the very end of our episode. <laughs> no, it's at the beginning, guys. Didn't you hear oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. great intro, hey, by the way. That's really funny, actually. It's really funny because I posted about that on Instagram and Facebook and I barely got any fucking likes. That's because we're too busy listening to the podcast. Yeah, right. All those people even, listening. Even that, although I think, you know, he's posting about the podcast to get a neat fuck off. All those Russian all bots. Those bots. Yeah. All those bots. All those bots. I guarantee I got a message from a bot. I'm going to check it right now. Do it. Now let's say SoundCloud. Let's log in. Any new messages? New messages. Let's see what we got here. Kristen Robinson. <clears throat> I'm the editor of a blog of artists. <laughs> it's quite excited about releases like yours. Episode 90, Horror TV Shows and Peninsula. <laughs> Are you agreed yeah. to get your track submitted? <laughs> oh, man, you guys. Huh? <laughs> so many blogs, so many bots. I had to stop putting, like, Spotify hashtag in the Instagram post because I'm getting I was getting so many people to like like us I'm, I'm great at rap I'm like okay I, I don't oh. <laughs> I don't care one a lot of them were like come on let's let's uh what do they call it let's collab let's collab oh, yeah, why, and why he's why like a rapper that, I'm like <laughs> what why aren't we doing that I want to be a rapper a rapper and uh, a horror podcast yeah. that goes goes well with each other mm-hmm. yeah well you can I'll give you his info you can <laughs> You can hit him up. You can be Ryan Tudelo, the the uh, on the mic. I don't know. I was trying to think of something that would rhyme with your last name, but I felt that that was possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your last name is like your last name is like Orange. Nothing really rhymes with it, you know. Mm. It's exactly like Orange. All right, <laughs> stop doing this fucking stupid show. Fuck sakes! I'm stopping this recording right now. <laughs> I bet he's not. 